Kristen Press, Angela, uh, bleh, rewind, Angelina. Me. What? You. You just been Me. signed. <laughs> Welcome to Casual FC, an Angel City preview pod. I'm your host, Angela Morales, with my detail-oriented co-host, Mario <laughs> Salazar. <laughs> you don't even know the half of it. it it's going to be a deep dive, <laughs> folks, but it'll be a good one. I'll try not to bore you, but get ready. Yep, get ready, because we're going to give you the quick and dirty of the expansion draft. Dun, dun, dun. I, I can't promise quick. <laughs> all right so the expansion draft if you've been paying attention to anything related to angel city the nwsl women's sports you know that the expansion draft is coming up so what is the expansion draft obviously it's there to help the league expand we have two new teams that will be joining the nwsl this coming season the bay fc which is a team based in the Bay. The Bay. So, yeah. Not, like, not directly San Francisco for some reason, but just the Bay. <laughs> They've taken over the entire it's, Bay. Yeah, it's the Bay because it's encompassing Oakland and Santa Clara and everybody who went to Santa Clara and <laughs> Cal and all of the soccer schools in Northern California. Um, and the resurrection of the Utah Royals football club. So to give a very, very quick and not enough detailed backstory, the Utah Royals were a team that existed early on. They had a fantastic fan base, fantastic players. Um, They were sold because of a whole bunch of... Shitty ownership. (laughs) Yeah, shitty ownership, really bad things. Uh, You know, everything that we've basically alluded to that's happened with just about every team both in the NWSL, every women's league across the country and the world, and also at the national level. (laughs) (laughs) If it's bad, it's happened in women's sports. Um, But the team was sold, and that is the team that eventually became the Kansas City Current. So I'm super pumped for the Utah fans to get their team back and have, like, a way to... Like, they deserve that very, really, truly. Yeah, they, they very much they deserve do. that. They, they were a really passionate fan base, like you were saying. And the fact that due to, you know, it wasn't that the team was crappy. It wasn't that the, you know, that the, the they weren't selling their tickets. I mean, ticket sales is a thing throughout the NWSL anyways, but um, it really was. Um, that wasn't a team that was impacted by like ticket sales that had they had a fan base yeah so i'm i'm glad that they're getting that team back um you know just just for them for you know having that whole Mm -hmm. um for what two two years now um 
No. Yes. No. A little bit longer. Longer. Yeah, a little yep. bit longer. They became the current in like 2020, 2021. So yeah, like two years. Because they were they were one of the like initial expansion teams in 2017. And then they existed until 2020. And then they became the current. Yeah. So yeah, two new teams this year. Exciting. That means more games at home more games on tv um but you know the the team's got to get started you know they need some some seed money and some seed players (laughs) essentially so um the absolute quick and dirty version of the expansion draft it's basically picking teams on the playground you line up all the teams and then (laughs) that's exactly what utah and bay get to go (laughs) you i want you and i want you it's the NWSL version of Red Rover, honestly. Like, that's how cutthroat and scary it is. It's like, oh, my God, who from my team Someone's is going to get stay who's going to go? Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah, we had to ban All Red right. Rover at, at, at camp. Yeah. Oh, Red Rover has been banned across, ev- like, every place I know. My friends whose kids are in school is like, oh, my God, yeah, they banned Red Rover. And I'm like, yeah, I know people whose shoulders got dislocated, who got... <laughs> concussions from being flipped over a clothesline like we were reckless yeah (laughs) (laughs) but we had fun i played red rover on a golf course in high school after like an end of year banquet for a club i was in and there was like (laughs) 75 of us there were so it was so much fun it was wild um anyway so expansion draft so the expansion draft is taking place on friday december 15th at 4 p.m. Pacific, coverage will be on my favorite network. Please, <laughs> Everyone's favorite. Please understand that that is dripping with sarcasm. CBS Sports Network. So, you know, we'll not be able to watch it for use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll just so be stressed sad. out, refreshing Twitter, refreshing, like, every live feed, every everything. It's going to be bonkers, but we'll we'll live hopefully we'll live to tell the tale (laughs) and then attacking third their show will also have additional coverage so during the week of the draft the expansion draft i should say um the cbs sports golasso network and attacking third social media channels will have a bunch more additional coverage a bunch of information um attacking third is just great if you don't already follow or watch or listen they yeah. have all the soccer news all the soccer news they were such a great soccer podcast that they decided to make it yeah. a tv show i mean granted it was already a cbs podcast but still cbs was like <laughs> you guys are doing well enough let's make it a show hey and we just started exactly. this whole soccer channel why don't you guys go there <laughs> Yeah, we made this channel just for you. <laughs> Which is great. I think the the show has been great. It's um, CBS Sports Golasso Network is uh, a streaming network uh, if you haven't seen it. So if you have Paramount Plus, it's on there. You'll be able to stream it whenever you want. Um, it's also kind of semi-live because there's still times when shows start. Um, so it's it's a great thing lots of content on there soccer from around the world and they're doing a really uh good job with um covering the women's game too which is awesome yeah. so what's the difference between the expansion draft and the regular draft i mean you probably hear it back and forth all the time so 
like we were saying earlier, uh, expansion draft only happens when there's new teams being introduced and basically they need to be seated. So it's literally the playground, I pick you and I pick you type situation to get their teams started. Um, the actual NWSL draft is something that happens annually. It's the way where a lot of um, just the way you would, if you've ever known what the, like the NFL draft or the MLB draft or anything like that, any other sport that has a draft where call it, a lot of college students will come in after their college career or um, in, depending on the league, you know, really amazing high school students that are coming out of, mm-hmm. of high school and graduating. International players. International players. Yeah. It's the way for them to get into the league and then into a big pool and teams can pick and draft um, from there. And, you know, a lot of times they're not 100% binding contracts. A lot of times it's just ways of them to get them onto a contract, onto kind of like a probationary thing, let them try it out during the off season. And if they work out, then they work out and they, you know, get a contract extended and signed. Um, And sometimes, you know, they get dropped. So, um, but that, draft will be happening uh it was announced uh a few weeks ago it's going to be happening in january of next year and that will be here in anaheim and it's free it is free and it is open to the public i have already requested time off work like i'm going (laughs) so in case anybody and just gonna, will be, I'll be there. And just going to be our, our live reporter from <laughs> the NWSL draft giving us the hot news. Honestly, honestly, I like, I've already talked to Jackie who runs women kickballs and I was like, see you there. And she was like, hey, yeah, my friends who are wave season ticket holders are going to come up and we're going to have like a sports weekend um, because it's so close to Long Beach and I went to Long Beach State. We're going to go watch uh women's basketball the next day and men's volleyball the next night because they both have home games so it's just a big sports weekend and i am pumped that's (laughs) awesome so as soon as we find out any information on because you're right the past drafts have been open to the public um in -hmm. some capacity so um yeah and if you don't get a chance to visit uh, Anaheim or you can't make it all the way down there, or you don't end up scoring tickets, whatever may happen. I do believe it's being broadcast on the ION network as part of the whole new uh, NWSL mega TV contract that they got with like, you know, everyone who decided to make a television station. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll be covering a Basically. lot. We'll be covering all the ins and outs about all of that stuff just so that we know where to catch Angel City, on what network, on which day, eventually. But just to let you know, January is the regular draft, and that one's going to be mainly collegiate players, some international players that may not already have um, deals or like avenues with teams. Absolutely. So with the expansion draft, the last time there was one was when Angel City and San Diego Wave joined the league. And we're not the new the bees cool anymore. Thing, yeah, we're no longer the little league, the babies of the league. Um, the interesting thing is this is when we picked up, because we had the first pick in the expansion draft in 2022. 
our first pick was Danny Weatherholt, which I like. I just love that because she's co-captain. She's a solid part of the midfield for like veteran status and just like skill level. She's just solid. Uh, we picked up Claire Emsley, uh, Jasmine Spencer, and Paige Nielsen. No big deal. Just like the majority of our offense and defense came from the expansion draft. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Um, the interesting part too, is that San Diego had one extra pick and they passed two of their picks. So we had four, they had five and they passed on two of theirs. They're like, no, we don't know who we're going to pick or we're not going to pick someone this round. So what really happened was it went Angel City, San Diego, Angel City, San Diego, and then Angel City, Angel City, San Diego. (laughs) (laughs) That's so weird to me that in the expansion draft, it's just the expansion teams, right? So for us, it was because it was two at a time right now. It was us in San Diego. But the fact that you can pass, like even in the regular draft, you can pass. Yet that pick, that Like why have that pick? Yeah, why have that? You can trade that pick. So why not? Why didn't Mm -hmm. you just get money for that pick? Yeah, trade it for allocation money, safety, something. So basically, from now, so we're, rec- I should say this, I'll, I'm going to give our disclaimer. <laughs> we are recording this on Monday, November 27th. We'll go through what's happened so far, but there will be a whole bunch of wheeling and dealing over the next couple weeks, I think. I think everybody was like, let's take a breather for the holiday. And then now it's going to get into the nitty gritty. But like, I swear to you, it's Monday. By the time this releases on Wednesday, none of this will make sense. Like, <laughs> like the rules will still stand, but, like, nothing, nothing will be the same. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, let's just get the timeline down just to kind of understand where everything's going to be coming from. Starting November 20th, which was seven days ago, free agents are available to sign with anybody they want to. Um, and that's something that came out of the um, the CBA? The, what, mm-hmm. what is it called? Yeah, the, C- the CBA that the NWSL Players Association put together has But what does CBA stand for? Collective bargaining there agreement. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they, so this CBA has allowed free agency to occur in the NWSL for the first time in a decade. Yes, and the, so there's, last season was like the first dabbling of it, but this season there's like half the league is free agents. I swear. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of feels like like it is. Um, there's actually a really uh, long list on the NWL website of free agents, and they're keeping track mm-hmm. of who's a free agent on their current team and where they signed for the following year. Now it's. A lot. <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's a big list. So that was starting seven days ago. And there's been a couple of free agent signings, mainly with, um, I think it was Utah ended up signing a couple of the free agents. Um, mm-hmm. And it makes sense because they're not the ones at risk of losing anybody. And free agents are free to, you know, they're out of contract, so they can... Even if their contract is still being held all the way through technically December of this year, most contracts are like this full annual calendar. 
mm-hmm. they're still available to sign a contract for their for the following year, right? And they can accept whatever they want. Now there are some restrictions. There are some free agents called restricted free agents. They're the ones that have been in the league about three years or less. No, three years or more. Sorry, rewind. They're the ones that have been in the league for at least three years, yet mm-hmm. their their initial team gets essentially first right of refusal or like, you know, if they get an offer. Like first dibs. Yeah, if they get an <laughs> offer from a different team, um, the current team gets a week to match the offer or make it better. And then they can make the signing there. Um, anybody over five years is considered uh, and their contract is expiring is considered a free agent and they are freely available to sign with whomever they want um, once, you know, their contract is over. So there's a lot of players on that list, as we were saying. Um, but the weird thing is about all of this whole expansion draft stuff is that in the actual expansion draft, free agents are not eligible. You're not allowed to pick free agents because essentially they have no mm-hmm. contract. So you can, yeah, the, there's nothing to yeah the expansion draft. You're, there's... you're picking someone, but you're also inheriting their contract. And if free agents are free agents, you're not inheriting anything because they have no contract. So they're off the list. Which, when it comes down to strategy, we'll talk about it in a little bit, can be a huge thing for us. So absolutely, that was, and I think Angel City is leaning hard, <laughs> yes. hard, hard, hard on on free agency uh, not being allowed in the expansion draft. Exactly. Um, okay, so that's that was starting November twentieth, December twelfth is when at 9 a.m. all transactions need to stop. No more trades, no more signing of players, no nothing. No wheeling and dealing anymore. Um, by 2 p.m., and this is all Eastern time, by 2 p.m., teams need to submit their protected list to the league. Each team is allowed to protect nine players that are basically off limits from the two expansion teams. And then by 8 p.m. that day, the list will be distributed to all teams. And most likely, uh, Meg Lenahan will have it by like 3 o'clock that afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all of these times are Eastern time. In Meg Lenahan standard time, it's like at least two hours, maybe days earlier. We don't know. Yes, She has her own soccer reporting time zone. I hope she hears that I've said this because (laughs) it is so absolutely true. Um, And so that happens on the 12th, and then the 15th is the actual expansion draft. And then the following day on the 16th is when that whole transaction moratorium where no one can be traded and no one can sign any new players um, is ends. And then that's when you should expect all of the teams who have their own free agents to start signing people. And they might already have contracts drawn and just being like, stamp the wet ink on <laughs> on the 16th but I they can't really think they can't do it till yeah that i think that's really what it is yeah <laughs> so we're gonna go through a bunch of information if you get lost just go back believe me i've got myself lost a handful of times <laughs> so it's not the easiest thing to get around and i'm just trying to um get it to a point where we can all understand it so the expansion draft works Super kind of bare bones. Let's go down the rules and procedures. 
it's already been decided. Don't ask me how there was a thing. I don't really understand what, stand why, but Bay FC will receive the first pick in the expansion draft. And then Utah will receive their first. They will get to go first during the regular draft. Okay. The way it's going to go is 12 rounds. Each team can select up to 12 players. So like Bay will go first, then Utah, and that's end of round one. And then beginning of round two, Utah will go first and then Bay. And then Bay, Utah, Utah, Bay, and so on and so forth till they go through all 12 rounds. Um, each team can only lose two players, right? There's 12 mm-hmm. rounds. There's 12 teams. Each team can only lose um, two players and each team can only lose one player to that team. So no double dipping, you know? Yep. <laughs> Bay and Utah can't double dip. They can't go to the same team twice. They got to be strategic on who they pick if they pick anyone. Um, like I mentioned before, teams are teams are permitted to protect nine players. Everyone else on the roster that has a current contract is up for grabs. That's going to be the hard part. That's like trying to whittle down. You know, I I really hope that people's feelings don't get hurt about all of this. Like, this is just like... Oh, they've already gotten hurt. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. They have gotten hurt. There's a player (laughs) who got traded already, and she did not even know what was coming. She did not expect it, and she got traded. And she thought, like, the team was, like, gung-ho about her. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so, yes. Big feelings. (laughs) Um, So, each team is only allowed to protect nine players. After the first player is selected from their team, they're actually able to add one more player onto their list for a total of 10 protected players, right? Mm-hmm. It's bonkers. Like, it, it's so complicated, but it's also not yeah. in that sense where it's like, here's your nine protected players, but that doesn't mean that you don't have 25 other protected players because they fall into different They like, fall into buckets. different categories. So the other categories are, like I said, restricted or unrestricted. Doesn't matter. As long as they're free agents and their contracts are ending in 2023, they are not eligible because, like I said, next year they have no contract so or no valid contract. So there's no point in, in um, signing them through the expansion. Anyone who's under 18, which we now have, a couple Giselle of, Thompson. <laughs> anybody under 18 is not allowed <laughs> to be selected. Um, you know, mainly like they still got high school to finish. They can't be leaving <laughs> to a different Yeah, team. they can't be moving around. <laughs> so that's that's players on I think the Spirit or Car- or North Carolina, San Diego in one other team. I don't remember. But also like fingers crossed our girl Giselle is on that list. Alyssa's little sister, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so there's a uh, there's a discovery list. Don't ask me. We'll, we'll, we'll find someone who can explain discovery rights and allocation money and all of that stuff later on. Yeah, even we're still... Those things we don't know. We're actually. still deep diving on that and trying to figure out what the heck it all means. But, a, so. <laughs> but apparently individuals on the discovery list of any team are not eligible to be selected. Um, 
I know that's one of the controversies when it comes to like um, just the American soccer model, like an MLS. Um, if you're a player that has an MLS team around you, and I'm going to assume this is the same for the NWSL, um, that team has what's called discovery rights over you. So like if the team on the, like say you're a West Coast player on the team, team in the East Coast wants to sign you, they technically have to go through the local team to say, hey, we want to sign this player that lives in your area. And then mm-hmm. they get the right to be like, no, we want to sign them. Why do you want them? And then it kind of hinders players' ability to actually make contracts and sign, which tends to get them pushed out to like Mexico, to like the the Liga MX or, um, uh, or the European leagues or anything like that, right? Because then they don't have to worry about all this MLS BS. Right. So I'm guessing it it's, has it's it's something like that. Um, so players are allowed to have, you know, if they're negotiating their contracts really well, um, they can have a no trade clause, but if they have a no trade clause, they're automatically on the list. Like that's one of your, you're, you're bound by putting them onto the list unless, unless both parties are okay with waiving the no trade clause. Then, huh? Uh-huh. I thought the uh-huh. no trade clause meant that they are excluded from that protected list. <laughs> oh, crap. That's <laughs> dang. Okay, so my understanding prior to this exact moment was that when there's a no trade clause in someone's contract, it meant that they weren't on that protected list because why? Like, like, why would you put them on that? Like, that doesn't make sense. That should just be like a free agency. They don't, they don't count kind of thing. Yeah. Hold on. Let me go back. Nope. Players with no trade clause are required to be protected by their current club. Dang it. So they. Okay. So I have to rework the ones I'm picking. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to. Ange and I have chosen our nine plus one uh, list that we have not shown each other yet. At so far, we have not shown each other. So she's got new information. She might have to rework. <laughs> might I have like half of my list was based on the fact that I had one belief set of what a no trade clause meant. Now I have to change everything. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'll keep going while you're changing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. And then the last couple of things are um, uh, when the teams do their disclosures of like who they're protecting, they also have to disclose um, in good faith any injuries, any potential retirements, any loans that may occur um, during the next year for any reason. So if there were if they were working on a possible loan for a player that could be you know middle of the season beginning of like the next european season or whatever and it's something they were actively working on they have to disclose that because you know the teams don't want to one they don't want to screw over a player that's possibly getting um alone to like you know a, a, the european leagues or something like that but also they don't want to be the ones responsible for <laughs> dealing with that loan if they don't want to right yeah you're, you're trying to take on a player who's about to leave so 
there's that. All that information is going to be shared with the expansion teams for uh, that December 12th deadline. And then each team is allowed to call timeouts, which is the weird part. You know, soccer doesn't really have timeouts, but they're allowed to call timeouts. <laughs> the one time they do. The one time they're allowed to. I think everybody's going to be like, wait, what? What is that? <laughs> um, they're allowed two five-minute timeouts. They can't call them in succession. Um, and But then the league, you know, being the league and being, you know, Miss Bossy Pants, um, can call any number of timeouts for any length of time. So... <laughs> You know, it it can get a little a little crazy, a little squirrely. You might not know what's going on, and it's probably because there's a timeout. <laughs> and no, yeah, there's so many like random, vague little rules in this that may or may not even happen. But we just want to make sure you're prepared. And that's all. I am sorry if anyone that was listening has completely just glazed over and has tuned us out. <laughs> I apologize, but like Anne said, we just want to give you the info, give you the lowdown, do it, do with that information what you will. Absolutely. So based on all of those like dates and rules and all the things, there have been some, some trades and, and everything so far. And we wanted to give you a little bit of information about each of those. So with this said, this is what's happened as of 10 p.m. <laughs> Monday, November 27th. Uh, for Bay FC, they have they acquired their first player, Alex Loera, from Kansas City for 175000 of allocation money and protection. So Kansas City got some cash. And they aren't going to be, or like in the draft, they can't be selected by Bay FC. They can still be chosen by Utah, but they have no protection from. At least that means they only can lose one additional player. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Alex was the first player signed in, in like, or for the Bay. Rewind. Alex was the first player signed by Bay FC. That's like their signature player. And this was highly controversial because apparently she said in interviews and Instagram posts and all kinds of stuff that like the week before Kansas City is like, we're so happy to have you. We're, you know, we want to have you here forever, blah, blah, blah. You had such a great season. And they're like, deuces. Yeah. Have fun <laughs> in San Francisco. And she was like, you know what? Fine. Like, <laughs> Okay, here we go. But all the best to her. I hope uh, Bay FC knows the gift they're getting and acts like it. Um, but I mean, I mean, yeah, they have. Part of me is like, damn, that sucks. Because like, yeah, they she was saying that like the the week before they were all up, one hundred percent behind in contract her contract negotiations exactly, and then all of a sudden, peace, right? But if if you were Kansas City and you had a player and they're like 175k, that's a in the NWL that is a lot of money. That's like millions of dollars for any of the men's leagues. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, all right, you're like, but even in the men's leagues when they do the trades and stuff like that, it's still like a big asking price might be a, like in the hundreds of thousands or you know in the in, in the yeah. six figures in the in the millions. Yes. So like 175, that's a lot of money 
you know, you're, you're kind of like, they got a new stadium, you know? <laughs> oh, that's true. They got to pay for that. But it sucks <laughs> for her, but I really hope, like you said, Bay, um, Bay FC really appreciates their first signing and really treats her, um, treats her well and as well. the first signing, you know? Yeah. It's your, it's your marquee Absolutely. player right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next team that has protection is the uh, Orlando Pride. They traded their first round draft pick for $50,000 of allocation money, which is a choice. <laughs> but hey, hey, you do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, Racing Louisville also has protection from Bay FC for $235,000 worth of alternative allocation money. And who the hell Basically, knows they it? just bought more allocation money. It's a whole complicated thing. We might talk about it. Nobody ever really knows. We'll see. But so Kansas City, Orlando, and Racing Louisville all have protection from Bay FC. For Utah, Orlando traded one of their players, Michaela Clough, for $90,000 dollars of allocation money the 26th pick in the draft and protection so utah's first player was a player i believe she played at byu like she's from utah so it was like very much a coming home for her and i think it was a lot of like cool this works perfectly um but yeah that's a wildly huge amount to sign for um in a trade like that San Diego also has protection from Utah. They, uh, Utah signed Kaylee Real for sixty thousand in allocation and protection, and then North Carolina also has protection from Utah. They acquired thirty thousand dollars in allocation money and protection for. Two midfielders, Emily Gray and Frankie Tagliaferri. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see what happens. You got, in the, a couple you got weeks, those names down. Of- <laughs> I'm always just like, oh my God, I'm have- going to screw this name up so bad. <laughs> You're like, there's a lot of letters that don't make sense in my brain when they're next to each other. <laughs> I, I have a weird knack for names and languages, and I don't know why, but I do. But it is what it's it is. Cause it's because you read. okay. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I read so much. Uh, anyway, so as of right now, so as of Monday the 27th at 10 p.m., the only team that is fully protected from the expansion draft is the Orlando Pride. That's it. That's it. I mean... Last year, expect that to change. Yeah, expect that to change because I mean, last year, right as we were getting up to it, it seemed like all of these things started going rapid fire, and they there was like half the league was off limits essentially, or half the league did some type of trade, and so in the mm-hmm. end, it was very, it was a very um, almost lackluster type of event because like yeah. we still got some awesome players. But a lot of it was because it was um, done beforehand, you know, or like there was some deal that happened or, you know, so it, yeah, the actual like last pool, minute things. Yeah, the actual pool kind of dwindled a lot. Okay, so just to double check, went on Instagram, check the NWSL, nothing. So our information is current as of today. <laughs> 
All right, now let's get into the scary part. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yes, very much. <laughs> like organ music right now. <laughs> the DS era just Where's playing. Where's Dieter Rule? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yes, okay. So, like we said, teams are allowed to protect nine players plus one after one person has been selected. That's going to be hard because at the moment we have 19 players at the moment that we have contracts for. When we go down later on about the full breakdown of of where the roster is for next year, we can talk about how long we have their contracts for. Right now, the only important thing is they're on our team. They can be taken away. We have Scarlett Camberas, Vanessa Gilles, who is on loan but is has because of some uh because of a recent press release from ACFC is scheduled to come back once her season is over in France like once the loan expires yeah she's coming she is reportedly reportedly coming back, back. I'll see I'll believe it Trustful. when I see it but yeah same uh Didi Heritich Katie Johnson Kristen Press Angelina Anderson, Amadine Henri, Sydney LaRue, Paige Nielsen, Allie Riley, Jasmine Spencer, Alyssa Thompson, M.A. Vignola, and for some reason, okay, I, I don't mean this disrespectfully at all, but Merritt Mathias, and the only reason I'm saying for some reason is because she would have been in the unsigned free agent protected list and we signed her for some reason. So now she's in danger. <laughs> so I don't know what was going on there. Maybe she got an offer that we needed to sign her. Like you're they... in danger, girl. <laughs> so, Oh man. Okay. <laughs> and then, so the, those are all the players that we have signed. The players that we still have rights for until <laughs> the end of the year. Listen, it's 10 p.m. I've been up since 4.30 this morning. This is not my fault. Like, <laughs> uh, the players that we still have rights for till the end of the year, we have Megan Reed, uh, Clarice Labion, Claire Ensley, Lily Nabet, and June Endo. So technically, all 19 of those players, only nine of them can be protected. The rest of them can be selected by... Um, by by Bay FC or uh, Utah because we haven't done any deals. Why haven't we done any deals? I have no clue, but we haven't done any. Um, the free agents that we have currently that are safe, so we don't have to put them on any type of protected list. So they're safe for now, but again, they are available to completely sign with whoever they want. So that's the only danger, but like we said, they wouldn't sign for anybody because then they would have to be protected by that per- by that team. We have Simone Charlie, Sarah Gordon, Elizabeth Eddy, Savannah McCaskill, Brittany Eisenhower, Danny Weatherhurt, not... Oh, shit. <laughs> not Danielle. Not... I deleted it. Did you see me backspacing? <laughs> Thank you. I just changed it. <laughs> Because I was like, I'm not going to make fun of you again. <laughs> not for the same thing. <laughs> uh, 
I'm just going to leave that in. Okay, Danny Weatherholt <laughs> and Madison Hammond. Those are all the free agents. Um, Brittany and Madison are the two restricted ones. So if mm-hmm. an offer comes in for them, Angel City gets first right to be like, no, nah, we want you and give them more money. So we'll see what happens. Now, drum roll. We're going to give our lists of our nine protected players, <laughs> plus one at the end. Um, no particular order. So don't read into why we picked someone first and why we picked someone last. It's just they're part of the list. We're going to go one by one, taking turns. And I will let Ange- Angela go first. Oh, dang. Okay, so... <laughs> Like, in no particular order. This is literally just the same order it was copy and pasted from the website. It Like, this is just... We're probably doing this in the exact same order. So my first one is Scarlet Camberos. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, yes, I have her as, as my first one. Um, or she's on my list. My second is Angelina Anderson. Yes. The future of goalkeeping. Yeah. So you pretty much did what I did was like we copy pasted the list that we had and we just kind of like yeah. deleted people in the middle. So yes, Angelina Anderson, future of goalkeeping. She's my number two right now. Yep. Sid LaRue. Yep. I have Sid LaRue on there. That's number three. Paige. Yep. Paige. Allie Riley, obviously. Of course. There, There's no doubt in my mind that some of these players, like I, I will tell you exactly which players I think have no trade clauses. <laughs> Allie Riley is one of them. Sid is another one. Like Sid doesn't want to move her kids again. Yeah. Allie Riley is finally home. Like I talked to her dad at her book signing and he goes, it's so nice to finally be in the same place with her again and not halfway across the world. So yeah, homegirl's not going anywhere. Yeah. She has Alyssa Thompson on this team who is on my list as well. I don't think she has a no-trade clause. They call each other cousins. I don't think she has a no-trade clause. Oh, I'm sure she I'm sure she has a no-trade clause. <laughs> with the with her family. I could probably make a phone call and find out, actually. <laughs> I know some people who know some people. <laughs> um anyway. Um my next one is Alyssa on your list, I'm guessing. Yeah, yes. Alyssa was after Ali. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, but ba- jumping back, Jasmine Spencer. No. Is on mine. Nope. No? I didn't. Ooh. I did not do jazz. No, sorry. I right. I went MA next. Oh, MA is next on mine. Okay. <laughs> and then Clarice. I got Clarice, yes. And June. Yes, I got June. Who's your other person? Claire Emsley. Is my tenth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Claire Claire was one of my initials, and then I was like, you know what? I don't know. I've, I don't want to lose her, but I feel like Clarice is more versatile midfield or forward. Like she's an attacking mid or, but Claire, Claire is so good. So I, see, a little bit a, of. A lot of this for me is just kind of real. Cause I mean, as we've established many times on the pod, <laughs> you have a way better uh, tactical and, and like, player understanding than i do that's why i'm the casual um so (laughs) to me i know that i know that jasmine is a 
uh, an amazing player. I just, in my head, when I'm thinking back to what I can remember of the season, Claire is in my head more than Jazz. And I know that she's... That's fair. I know that I know that she's important. But because I'm just thinking like, okay, who's actually coming up in my head that I would be like, okay, I recognize name recognition and who I'm going to keep. These are my 10. So Claire was on my list. That's fair. So to give a little big picture of why I think this is going to happen this way. So I think Angel City is going to list Dee Dee, Kristen Press, and Merritt, and Simone Charlie, but she doesn't really count as like not ready by the January deadline. Like they're injured because uh-huh. Dee Dee was injured at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Merritt, like they extended her contract, but do we know if she's healthy enough to play like in a month? Well, okay, so that is so that is true because um, the one little weird thing I found was, um, and it's not ha- it's not having to do with the expansion draft per se, but it was more about how roster rules work, and mm-hmm. players that have been designated uh, season-ending injuries, yeah, are no longer affecting your salary cap or your roster mm-hmm. cap, so. Technically, press is still on the team. And we're most likely, I mean, I would, it'd be really, there's no way they're not paying her. (laughs) They're paying her, but (laughs) that money is not affecting the salary cap that the league uh, imposes on teams. So um, just in case you're not familiar with it, each team has um, a maximum they can spend on players um there's this whole game of checkers dominoes chess whatever you want to call it pick your game of shuffling things around where you use your funny money monopoly money to to say well this person's not this level they're at this level um but yes you overall have a max amount of money that you can spend and Kristen is not on that list so Good, yeah. good, so good thinking. She's probably still going to be on the on the season injury season ending injury mm-hmm. list, which would prevent her from and being Merit traded. Wasn't like she wasn't listed as an SEI, but I think it's considered one. Well, I mean, given that, like, I mean, they still they'll have to disclose the play. fact that she's still working on her injury or whatever, and then you know, as yeah. as Bay FC, are you going to be like, you know, Angel City's already rehab FC, so. <laughs> you know, does Bay <laughs> does Bay want to become Rehab FC also? Like <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's the thing too, is they're gonna look for players who are young and healthy, who can like stay with that team. Because the other thing is that so of the 19 players, Vanessa Gilles, they're not gonna want to handle her contract and and like the the loan and all of that. Same with Mandy. So Amandine Henri is going on loan until i think mid-march is the date that she's supposed to come back it's supposed to be like to kind of keep her in shape and then she's gonna essentially just come back for the beginning of the season exactly and the thing is too is we're coming into an olympic year so scarlet vanessa gil um angie might get a call up june mandy clarice june clarice Alyssa. Claire, like all of these people, like teams are going to be like, who am I, mi- who am I going to lose for the Olympics? 
and not be training with the team. So that's a huge factor in that as well. I think that Keijo is going to get overlooked a little bit, which is good for us because she's a veteran. She's, you know, God forbid, in her 30s. Oh, so she's got one foot in the in the grave. But she's also native to L.A. She has played on the Mexican team. Like, she's very much, like, from here. Yeah. So I think they're going to be like, eh, whatever, which is fine for me. <laughs> <laughs> fine for me altogether. Um, Megan Reed, I have a feeling she might volunteer as tribute if she wants to move back home. She is from the Bay. I don't know how long she's been away if she wants to go back to the bay if she wants to be around family but i think if there is someone who has to like be the sacrificial lamb of angel city it might be it might be megan unless we trade her for um for protection protection from from bay fc partially because like i said she's from the bay but we have so many defenders and if merit's coming back because I'll tell you, Merritt came here from North Carolina partially because of the gay of it all <laughs> and things that were happening in North Carolina with players on the team, the fan base, the front office. She was like, bye. No, thank you. Um, so I doubt she would also go to Utah. So I think Merritt's fine. Like, no, nobody's going to. It's That's not going to happen. Um Clarice, I hope nobody, I hope nobody takes her. I love her so much. Like I said, I am an eighth Scottish and I hold on to that. <laughs> so <laughs> um please nobody take Claire away from us. Plus she's funny and she makes a lot of Shrek jokes, which is always top notch. Um I was also really upset that I couldn't save Lily Nabet because I love Lily. <laughs> This is hard. But the same thing. Like, it's really hard. And I don't think that, like, she's a little bit of a veteran. I think she would be a real, real good catch for either one of these teams. But I hope that they don't think that. Yeah. Uh, my You know, like, she's really, really stepped up this season for Angel City and, like, really showed out in a way that I don't think anybody was really prepared for it once Becky took over. So... Fingers crossed they don't see the gem that she is. But come, what is it, December 16th at midnight, everybody getting signed. Like, everybody, everybody, everybody oh, yeah. on our free agency. Like, Sarah Gordon's going to have a fat contract. One, first one right there. Is yeah. gonna be, she's going to be first in line. <laughs> yeah. Her, Savannah, and Danny Weatherholt. Like, boom, boom, boom. Simone, we better resign. Yeah. Because she's just great. And I want like I want a full season of Simone Charlie. Yeah. Although I mean, part of part of me is like, again, rehab FC. But um Simone's Listen, been getting, an Achilles tear is it, it, no joke. It's no issue. joke. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh from seeing her Instagram posts and things like that, she is like on the on the right track. So we can definitely see her back but like you know maybe we leave her on the season ending injury list for exactly for a little bit she longer. should definitely be left on the sei list and not ready by january 1st <laughs> or whatever the arbitrary date they decided was it's 100 leave her on that list yeah yeah <laughs> oh god this is so hard it's gonna be so depressing <laughs> if if there's i i okay so our ultimate hope here for everybody listening 
is that Angel City does some wheeling and dealing and gets protection from both teams if they just have to give up whatever they have to give up you know let's give up or if if someone wants to move like you were saying Mm -hmm. Megan Reed being from the bay if like you know if that is something that she wants and we're like okay we can give this to you because it'll be mutually beneficial you know like we won't lose someone and you want to go we'll get some money out of it figure that shit out (laughs) now you've only yeah you've only got like a week and a half left or something like that (laughs) so i could also i could also see the team optioning not to protect june because of the ability of her to possibly like go on alone somewhere I could see that happening. No. I don't want to see that happening, no. but I'm just saying I see that as an option. Maddie would be so devastated. I know, I know. I think I think like eighty <laughs> percent of Angel City fans would be heartbroken. Jeez. Oh, but she's that good and it's an Olympic year. So jeez. Oh, but I also think she knows that she has become a much better player by playing in the NWSL and with Angel City. So I'm hoping that June's on the list. Yeah. All right. Well, we have we have no magic crystal ball as much as we want it. So we'll we'll be <laughs> finding everything out as along with everybody else. We'll be reposting any information that's you know pertinent to Angel City as it comes along. But you know, cross your fingers, hope for the best. Absolutely, absolutely. And then we'll probably make some graphics and whatnot to like day of like who's still available what's the sitch yeah all right definitely thank you for listening you know the whole spiel we're gonna give you if you liked it (laughs) you know subscribe on apple podcasts google podcasts which is now no longer google podcasts i think it's gonna be it's youtube music now youtube google google podcast is being dissolved and it's being absorbed by youtube because they're launching like a full-on... Google YouTube podcast music. Yeah. Okay, got it. Got it. We're on YouTube <laughs> either way. So go ahead and find us there if you want. Um, lots more places. Go check out casualfc.com. All the pod links are going to be there for whatever uh, system you feel like following us on. Just do it. Just hit subscribe. You'll get yeah, more cool content. Just do it. Don't... <laughs> and don't forget on casual or shop.casualfc.com. You can check out our merch. We are drafting new ideas. Yeah, there's frequently <laughs> frequent ideas. It's a lot of throw it on the wall and see what sticks mainly in our brains of like, that's funny. And then by tomorrow, it's not. But, you know, look, good one. Yeah. That means that the good ones make it through. So keep your eye. Keep your eye on shop.casualfc.com uh, for the, all of that. Also, keep your eye on our socials at casualfcpod for Instagram Twitter, X, Threads, TikTok. We try to post on all of those somewhat consistently. So for sure, Instagram, just because it's the easiest one to do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. TikTok takes so Make much sure work. To, it really does. Everything takes so much energy to post. It's wild. This is also me being like, I remember my early days of social media when I could use a platform that could send one but like you could click a button and it would send a blast to every channel but now everybody has to have their own stupid api rules and ruin social media management for everyone 
What was the thing on The Office? Oh, woof. You can woof it. <laughs> yeah, when Ryan, exactly. When Ryan woofs, invents woof, and then it like sends you a text message, a phone call, a fax, an email. Exactly. Exactly. There's got to be a better way. We had it, and then it was taken away yeah. is the real issue. Yeah. That's the elder millennial and me, like, <laughs> yelling at the sky. Cheese. Anyway, tell your friends about the podcast. Um, it brings us, you, and the team good luck. So you should do it. We need uh, all the luck we can right now with this draft. So Yeah. With this draft, tell, we got to, like, as many people as fill up the... Yeah, charge the batteries, fill the tanks. We got to... We got to get this team protected. <laughs> Burn some sage. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Do good things. <laughs> and as always, if you feel so inclined to support this crazy wild adventure we're on and you want to support the pod, you can buy us a coffee. You can check out the link in all of our bios on every social network or go to buymeacoffee.com slash casual fc pod and that is our version of the 2024 nwsl expansion draft there's a lot of crazy information that came out through this hopefully some of this you found interesting or you know just laughed along with us as we try to stumble through it (laughs) uh thanks for listening everyone and we'll see you on the next one bye see you soon bye